in business, relationships matter. We all know this, right? If you want to get a job, who you know matters. You want to build a partnership, who you know matters. But if this is the case, why is there no great software to manage this whole process? Well, there is as of now. It's called PrimeFlow. PrimeFlow helps you build a relationship-driven business and even allows you to build a whole agency around your network. With PrimeFlow, you're able to connect multiple parties like clients and partners. You're able to organize high-quality prospects at scale who could potentially be business partners in the future and once people do business with each other that you've connected you can then get your fee through PrimeFlow. in a world dominated by excel and old crms products like PrimeFlow are a godsend so thank you so much PrimeFlow, for sponsoring this episode of forward thinking founders if you want to build a relationship driven business and build an agency around your network you need PrimeFlow. go to primeflow.com or just email me matt at mattsherman.com or dm me on twitter if you want to skip the wait list and get access immediately that's primeflow.com or email me at matt at mattsherman.com or dm me on twitter primeflow.com build a relationship driven business All right, let's get into the episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Anne Garnier, who's a founder of Lisa Health. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi, Matt. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about women's health. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you on the show and learn more about what you're working on with Lisa Health. For people that don't know what you're working on, they haven't heard of it, can you kind of share what Lisa Health is? Sure. So Lisa Health is modernizing the menopause journey using science, technology, and community. So essentially, we're the first digital platform to use technology and evidence-based medicine to give women insights into their menopause transition and offer personalized non-hormonal plans to manage their symptoms. So I'm curious, if someone wants to try this, what's kind of the UX of it? Is it like a mobile app? Is it a service, you know, SaaS product? What's like kind of the experience that someone would have when they started using Lisa Health? Sure. So currently we're a native web app, uh, but we're also mobile responsive. So it was designed mobile first. And so it works beautifully on a mobile phone. That's the great thing. I love, I don't know how, the technology behind it, but when you can build web apps that also look great on phone, that's like the best of both worlds. Sure. Would love to hear a little bit about why you wanted to get started with this. What's the origin story for Lisa Health? All right, here goes. Well, so, you know, as a midlife woman, uh, you know, in my 40s, I skated through perimenopause without the typical symptoms that women usually encounter, like hot flashes and night sweats and trouble sleeping. You know, I thought I was one of the lucky 15% of women who actually don't experience symptoms of menopause. 
but it was actually about a year after I reached menopause. So it was in post-menopause that I was literally hit overnight with multiple symptoms that were, you know, really impactful. Uh, I tell people I was walking around like this sweaty day zombie, uh, which, you know, for people who know me, that is just not me. I'm a very highly activated, high achieving person who has a lot of energy. So, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Right. Just like a lot of women, I was really struggling. Um, and, you know, I'm an expert in women's health, but I'm almost embarrassed to say that I, I really knew very little about menopause, uh, which is typical for most women because we don't talk about it, you know, so they're usually rather blindsided by these symptoms that oftentimes just seem to happen overnight. So, you know, it was really my own experience of trying to manage symptoms from, you know, my visit to my OBGYN to going to Dr. Google, both of which were, you know, really dissatisfying and uh, difficult, like it is for most women. So I was sitting there, you know, trying to think like, what am I going to do? I can't, I can't be like this on a daily basis. So I thought, well, you know, you create healthcare products for a living. You've been doing that for over 25 years, so you can solve this. And I did. So it's kind of an interesting question I'm curious about is um, for something that a lot of women don't talk about, I'm kind of curious, how do you think about marketing this? How do you think about getting the word out? Have you, and also maybe um, what are some lessons you've learned about communicating uh, Lisa Health, you know, mm -hmm. to the market? Sure, sure. Well, you know, we've progressed a bit since I started a few years ago. Uh, because no, I mean, women don't typically talk about this topic. There's a lot of shame and silence around it. Uh, so as a company, as a startup, you know, we're really in a very missionary position of having to educate the market. Uh, but, you know, we're finding that, you know, more women are open to, um, you know, sharing, you know, what their experience is. Uh, I think the issue is, is that it's really tough for them to really decode you know, the symptoms that they're experiencing and then actually get relief or the kinds of therapeutics that are best suited for uh, what they're experiencing. And since you've started this company, what have been some things that, that you've learned just in general? It could be about team building, it could be about your market, the product, you know, potential raising capital. What are some learnings you've had along the way? Mm -hmm, sure. So I think the first thing is that, you know, women feel very empowered by our platform. Uh, you know, as I said, menopause, you know, really throws a lot of women off kilter and they feel out of control. And, you know, nobody really, nobody wants to feel that way, um, especially women who typically go through life, uh, you know, very much in control. So, you know, we've not only been able to restore that sense of control, but actually a woman, make a woman feel stronger and more confident and, you know, that to me really kind of gets to the core of what we're all about, right, is empowerment uh, and, you know, giving women the information and tools they need to achieve their best health and best self. And like, as you kind of focus on that, uh, I'm curious, like in your day to day, um, obviously, I feel like, you know, you're probably spending different, uh, different time, different things on different times during the day. I'm curious, what are you doing during the day? What are you spending your time on? And if you have to break down an average day for you, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. 
Well, right now I'm gearing up to raise the seed rounds. So a lot of time of my, a lot of time in my day actually goes towards, you know, getting ready for that. So, you know, continuing to build my investor pipeline, doing research on investors, uh, refining my pitch deck, refining my financials, you know, you know, all those, those things that you need to do to have, you know, the perfect pitch and be really ready um, to bring your vision and um, business to venture capitalists. Do you have any tips for other people that might be a couple steps behind you? Maybe they just started a company or they want to start a company on how to think about preparing to raise a seed round or what have you, what's been that process like for you and anything you want to share? Sure. Well, you know, it takes time to, you know, build a pipeline of investors. And so I do encourage entrepreneurs to start to build that network as early as possible. So, you know, have a lot of coffee dates, you know, get a lot of introductions. Um, and then really, uh, that'll help you segment your investors into those you think are best suited for investing in your company. Uh, you know, what you don't want to do is waste your time on talking to investors that for various reasons are not going to invest in your company. And it could be that you're too early. It could be that, uh, you know, they invest in certain sectors and not yours. Um, but it's really important to, to kind of figure that out so that you have a, you know, finely tuned uh, sort of investor outreach machine. Yeah, that's um, the the seed round is is an interesting an interesting beast, and I think all perspectives. I feel like when when someone starts a company, you know, they start off even let's say they don't live in San Francisco, they don't have the game. They're just like, oh, like you know, raise capital. Then over time, they learn they learn the game, they learn the rules, and hopefully that you know they they make it happen. For you, like, so you're raising um you're raising capital to build you know a company right like hopefully like a large company if you're raising capital i'm kind of curious if you were to look out um you know like after this round maybe the next round or the next round what what is what does this look like what does lisa health look like or i guess in other words what is the big vision um and what direction are you rowing in yeah so the big vision for lisa health is to make our solution available to every woman with a smartphone you know i don't for a billion women should not have to figure things out on their own. <laughs> and, and we're using advanced technology for virtually every uh, healthcare concern. And so menopause shouldn't be ignored. It's a very complex and pivotal life stage and uh, women deserve the best support and technology available. So when you com combine that with the fact that, you know, 80% of women are not, or of uh, physicians, sorry, are not trained in menopausal care and there's a shortage of women's health clinicians worldwide, we really want to bridge that gap and empower women to take charge of their menopause journey. And then to make that happen, you'll need some help. You know, the, the entrepreneurial journey is not easy. Um, and luckily, we have the Forward Thinking Founders community that is here to assist and help you out. So with that, how can the Forward Thinking Founders community assist? Are you hiring? Are you fundraising? Although you just said you are. So, you know, there's, there's that. Are you, you know, looking for partnerships, looking for customers? How can the Forward Thinking Founders community assist? Sure. I mean, there's, there are probably a ton of ways that they can assist. So, you know, we are uh, raising a seed round and we'll be hiring. So we'll, we're certainly looking for some additional technology talent. 
you know, to the extent that, you know, there's, you know, partnerships that can be forged with the community, you know, other people who are in women's health, where we have synergies, you know, totally open to chatting with people. Um, if nothing else, I just like to get to know other people in my space. Uh, so that would be fun. But I do have a request of them, which is to hire more midlife women. You know, we have so much experience and wisdom we can bring to the table and, you know, make sure your diversity and inclusion plan includes women 40 plus. So that's my ask of your community and hopefully I'll get some uh, good karma in return. And if you wanted to, uh, if someone wanted to, was listening and they wanted to reach out, learn more about what you're doing and you know, potentially get involved or help, how can they? What is your URL? Um, do you, are you on social media? Can they email you? How can people get in touch? Sure. So they can visit lisahealth.com. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's at Lisa Health app. Uh, and they certainly are welcome to email me directly. It's Ann at lisahealth.com. That's A-N-N at lisahealth.com. Sorry about that. Uh, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And best of luck with Lisa Health. Sure. Thanks, Matt. It was awesome to talk to you about menopause. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there and you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fun raising, the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you are kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.